right, Saturday night. Hope everybody is doing good. I hope everybody is blessed tonight in Jesus' name. I pray that on you right now in Jesus' name, that you are abundantly blessed. The thief cometh not before to steal, to kill, and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. John chapter 10, verse 10, Jesus speaking. In about one second, we're going to be cutting the YouTube link Switch over to Black Robe TV. Switch over to Rumble, TomLifely.com, or Facebook. We're still live on all those platforms. We're getting rid of YouTube because they're trying to ban us for life. All right, we're going to hop right into it. Hop right into this tonight. We always have limited time on Saturday nights, 55 minutes of fury. All right, Chip Roy tweet. Now, this sets it all off. Now, here was my response to that tweet. Is This is exactly what every pastor in the nation should be saying that ever locked down their churches. Any Christian who ever strapped on a mask, any Christian who ever social distanced or quarantined themselves, if you have not done this, you are off. Your anointing is limited. God is corralling you. You have to go Jesus's way. From that time, Jesus began to preach and to say, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Congressman Chip Roy, I don't know where he stands spiritually. I have no idea, but he at least has the idea that repentance is required. Chip Roy, I admit my shame. Against my gut, I accepted 15 days to flatten the curve. By the way, everybody who did that, we are now approaching 20 months of 15 days to flatten the curve. So great job by locking down your churches, pastors. Great job by strapping on your mass Christians. Out of deference, he did this. I accepted 15 days to flatten the curve out of deference to POTUS and the possibility the virus would be worse. I immediately, within 15 days, called for a firm reopen date and took heat for that, but I admit my error and I apologize. Now listen, I, you never know who you're reaching. And one, one, one of the outlets I forgot to tell you you can switch to off of YouTube is CTN, the Christian Television Network. You never know who you are reaching on the Christian Television Network or anywhere else, but especially on the Christian Television Network because it tends to cross all gamuts. So here's the thing. I want to say this to every Christian leader. I don't care. You might be a huge name right now, and you're like, how dare this nobody, this no name tell me this. I don't care what level you're at. I don't care if you have an international ministry. I don't care if you have a church of hundreds, a church of thousands, a church of tens of thousands, or a church of hundreds of thousands. I don't care. If you ever shut your church down for COVID-19, you are flat out wrong. You turned your back on the word of God, the word of God. God says if you bind it it's bound if you loose it it's loose he took up our infirmities he carried our diseases if you shall ask anything in my name i will do it all of those are bible verses john chapter 8 verse 14 matthew chapter 8 verse 17 matthew chapter 16 verse 19 if you didn't live that out as a christian leader and you locked down are you imposed on your churches, mass mandates, social distancing, alcohol, gel stations, whatever it may be, mass section, COVID, COVID clumps, whatever it may be, limiting the size of the, the, the amount of people that can come into your building. You were flat out wrong. Chip Roy has it right. He says, I admit my shame. You should be able to see it now, Christian leader, pastor of a church. 
You should be able to see it now with the proliferation of vaccine passports all around the globe. You can't buy, sell, trade, or travel in Australia, in the European Union, in Canada, in Israel, in New York City without your mark of the beast. Er, oh, I'm sorry, your vaccine passport. You can't buy, sell, trade, or travel. Certainly to me sounds like Revelation chapter 13, 16 through 18, that he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead, and that no no one may buy or sell except the one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Look at what you've done. You need to repent. Stop making excuses, simply opening up your churches and pretending like you never turned your back on the word of God is not enough. You need to repent. If Chip Roy, I don't know whether he's saved or not, but a congressman, certainly not a Christian leader, if he will go out in public and say, you know what, I admit my shame, I bought into the hoax, the hoax response to a real virus. It's a real virus, but it's a hoax response meant to usher in the mark of the beast, meant to usher in the World Economic Forum, meant to usher in the Great Reset, meant to usher in the dictates of the Democratic Party, meant to usher in socialism and communism, and Christian leader, you bought in. I don't care if you closed for a week. I don't care if you closed for a month, months, or you're still closed right now. You are flat out wrong. You never leaned on the word of God. You leaned on the opinions and the dictates of human beings instead of the word of God. And you need to repent. If you're a Christian leader, you need to do exactly what Chip Roy did. I admit my shame. I was wrong. That's exactly what you need to do. And you're like, how dare you tell me that? You're some nobody down in Inglewood, Florida. I don't care. You're still wrong. It doesn't matter whether I'm a nobody or not. You're still wrong. It doesn't matter how I say it. You're still wrong. It doesn't matter how many times I say it. You're still wrong. All you Christian leaders that ever locked down your churches or mitigated for COVID for one second. And now, especially, I'll close with this on this segment. Especially those of you that are pimping vaccines. Boy, I want to use names right now. Big names out there pimping vaccines. What are you thinking? Do you ever read the Bible at all? Do you ever read Revelation 13, 16 through 18, the mark of the beast with the proliferation of vaccine passports where people can't buy, sell, trade, or travel all throughout the globe right now? And you're still pimping the very vaccine that ushers in this mark of the beast, this QR code on people's phones? Is it the mark of the beast? We don't know. It certainly is greasing the skids for one when you can't. I mean, are you not seeing this vaccine pastor pimp? Are you not seeing it? How can you how can you pimp a vaccine that you know that's exactly been the plan from day one to make you get vaccinated? People are, was the vaccination the mark of the beast? Absolutely not. Is it on your right hand or on your forehead? Please read the Bible. But you can't have it. You can't have a vaccine passport where people can't buy, sell, or trade, trade or travel without a vaccine. And that's been the plan from day one. So I'll finish with that. You pastors and Christian leaders that have called the vaccine a gift from heaven that has killed 17,000 Americans, 32,000 Brazilians, 32,000 people from the European Union, and countless others. In the VAERS report where it calculates 17,000 here in the United States, allegedly according to the Harvard study, it's only receiving about 1% of the data that is actually happening. 1% of the adverse effects. So you need, listen, if you're out there and you are actually right now pimping these vaccines, you need to stop, you need to repent, and you need to ask yourself, why am I doing this? 
Why am I pimping step one into somebody not being able to buy, sell, trade, or travel without it? You can't have a vaccine passport without the very vaccine that you're pimping, pastor. What are you thinking? What is going on in your mind? Do you ever read the Bible anymore? Or have you been so caught up in trying to grow a church in Christian cultures and Christian conferences and how to grow church books that you don't read the Bible anymore? Now, here's an interesting take from Jordan Peterson. Play it for me, guys. How an ordinary person transforms into a, a Nazi murderer. And I had to read that. I said, but don't you compartmentalize it. This is about you, right? This isn't about someone else. When you read history, you think, well, that's about someone else. It's like, unless maybe you're a victim and you identify with the victims. It's a very rare person who reads history and identifies with the perpetrators. But unless you read history and identify with the perpetrators, then you don't understand history at all. And so who wants to understand that? And I get my students, I said, look, I've told them this for 30 years. Here's something you have to understand. If you were in Nazi Germany, the statistical probability is overwhelming that you would have been yep. a perpetrator. Yep. Right? You think you would have rescued Anne Frank. It's like, think again. Those people are very, 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 very rare. They put their lives on the line to do that. They put their families' lives on the line to do that. You think you're one of those people? Really? It's like that. All that means is that you know nothing. You know nothing about yourself. You know nothing about people. You know nothing about politics or economics or history. It's a harsh lesson. There's lots of Christians that think that they would be the ones and lots of conservatives that think that they would be the ones to stand up against tyranny. Did you? If you strapped a mask on your, on your face, you didn't. If you quarantined, you didn't. You wouldn't have been somebody that saved Anne Frank. If you locked your church down, you didn't. You didn't stand up against tyranny. If you took the vaccine, and now you're pimping vaccines. You didn't stand against tyranny. And also you didn't stand in the word of God. In Romans chapter 12, verse two, it says, do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing and perfect will. And you know what his will is? His will is for you to stand in the word of God. And no matter, it doesn't matter. For I am the Lord, I change not. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Malachi 3, 6, Hebrews 13, 8. He doesn't change just because there's a new uh, variant in the air. There's a new virus in the air. It doesn't matter. You stand in the word of God. And all kinds of, of Christians out there calling themselves patriots think, you know what, they'll stand in the midst of tyranny. And you were the very first to take the vaccine. You were the very first to strap on a mask. You were the very first to quarantine. You were the very first to lock down your churches or stop going to church. It was all, this was, has been a plan from day one to get people vaccinated so that they can usher in QR coded vaccine passports so they can mark you, distance you and control you. That has been the plan from day one. Let's dive deep into the vaccine tonight. Galloping gay video, play it for me. In Taiwan, the number of people dying after their COVID vaccination is exceeding the number of deaths from the virus itself. Taiwan's health authorities say that as of Monday, deaths after vaccination reached 865, while deaths from the virus are at 845. Vaccines currently offered in Taiwan include AstraZeneca, Moderna, Pfizer-BioNTech, and Taiwan's own vaccine, Medigen. Out of the 865 deaths after vaccination, over 600 were from AstraZeneca and nearly 200 deaths after Moderna shot. 
So in their measurable time frame they had there, let's look at what that what was just said there. 860 in the exact same time frame, 865 people died of the vaccine. No comorbidities died of the vaccine. 845 people, this is in Taiwan, 845 people died of COVID in that time frame. Everybody get the numbers. There is no denying it. Stop acting like you're a virtue signaler. Stop acting like you have virtue by strapping masks on and trying to save people from this. 860, only thing you should be trying to save people from now, Christian or Christian conservative or conservative or anybody else, you should be trying to save people from the vaccines, not trying to save them from COVID by giving them the death clot jab. Eight in this time frame, 865 people died of the vaccine in Taiwan. In the exact same time frame, 845 people died of COVID. What on the what on the, what in the world is anybody thinking by advocating this vaccine and by calling this a pandemic of the unvaxxed, which you hear from the White House every single day? Get this, Todd Todd Starnes tweet: NBA player got blood clots after vax. Told me to keep it secret. Do you see this? Why would you, if this was this great life-saving AstraZeneca, Moderna, Pfizer, Johnson & Johnson vaccine, why would anybody tell this man to stay quiet? I'll read the article to you. NBA star Brandon Goodwin got blood clots after getting the COVID vaccine. Has he ever gotten blood clots in his life before? Absolutely not. You know what it's called? Capillary blood clotting. All you have to do is take a D-dimer test and 62% of people that have taken the vaccine will come up positive for capillary blood clotting. You know what that's called from Dr. Charles Hoff? Facts. The vaccine ended Mike's season. Goodwin, a former Atlanta Hawks point guard, said on Twitch live stream. Goodwin said he was told, don't say anything about it. Don't tell anybody. And he was like, uh, what? The 26-year-old athlete had his season end early this year, which was reported as a minor respiratory issue. You know what the minor respiratory issue was? Capillary blood clotting. He hasn't signed with another team since. I got sick, and I never quite recovered from it, Goodwin explained. I would always have back pain. I was just super tired in the games. The pain became so excruciating that he went to the doctor and found out he had blood clots all within the span of a month. I was fine until then. I was fine up until I took the vaccine. I was fine. I wonder why Kyrie Irving doesn't want to take it. I wonder. And you might be thinking, you know what? What about all the other players? They've taken it and they didn't have any problem whatsoever. Right? Well, we don't know that yet. We have absolutely no idea what the ramifications of this vaccine is. Anthony Fauci has come out and said, you know what, pilots, the pilots at major airlines are very concerned about taking the vaccine because of capillary blood clotting. They don't want a blood clot up in the middle while flying a plane with hundreds of people on board. Then Anthony Fauci's response, well, there's no threat long term. How does, what, how does that make any sense to anybody? How would he have any idea? Whether he had, there's any sort of long-term effects. This vaccine has been active since January, a little bit in December. We haven't even, it hasn't even been out for a year yet. All right, next up, Stacey Rudin. 80% of adults are fully, 80% of German adults. You think that it's just one country? Oh, here we go. 80% of German adults, we already covered Taiwan, where more people are dying of the vaccination than COVID. Facts. of German adults are fully vaccinated. In September, 
Germany reported over 10% excess mortality. This is a giant number of extra Germans dead in one month. About 7,800 of them. What is the common denominator here? What exactly? Why all of a sudden would there be a 10% increase in death in mortality? Now remember, you're, oh, it's COVID. It's, oh, really? The COVID was there last year. So why is there now, and we got these life-saving vaccines, according to Joe Biden. Life-saving will turn the tide, even though with Joe Biden, by the way, 39,000 Americans die per month from COVID with the vaccines, 32,000 died per month without the vaccines. In September, Germany reported over 10% excess mortality. This is a gigantic number of extra Germans dead in one month. About 7,800 of them. Highly vaccinated. Scotland is seeing the same. What is going on? Uh, I can tell you what's going on. It's called being vaccinated. Go to the Joel tweet. Here's the explanation. We'll just shift to another country. We already see it in Germany. Massive excess deaths with, with a massive increase of people taking what? An unproven, untested, 18-month-old vaccination, which, by the way, just going back in time when people try to drop on you, things like, well, you know what, they've, they've mandated measles vaccines for kids to go to school for years now. When was the measles vaccine actually mandated? Six to 16 years after FDA approval. It took, so it took 30 years. It took them five to 15 years to develop the measles vaccine. And then after it was in existence for six to 16 years post FDA approval, then it was mandated. So you're looking at anywhere between 25 and 35 years before it was mandated. They mandated this bad boy, or they're trying to, in about nine months. And fools jam this chemical into their arms. Yes, did I say it? Are you a fool? Yes. And you need prayer. If you've taken the vaccination, you need prayer. In England, during the weeks, says Joel, the Joel tweet, in England, during weeks 36 to 39 in 2020, there were 571 COVID deaths. That's late September 2020. In the same period in 2021, there were, same period, week 36 to 39, compare the death count. Last year, 571 COVID deaths. This year, 3,026 COVID deaths in a country that's 70% vaccinated. Strange. Oh, shouldn't they be exponentially down? Shouldn't it have gone from 571 to 70? If they said, they told, remember, they told us we were promised with all that passion and all that energy and all that virtue. Remember that the pandemic's over once everybody's vaccinated. It should be, you know, 50% of people vaccinated, 50% less cases, right? 80% vaccinated, 80% less cases. Shouldn't that be how it works? Strange how it isn't. Strange how the deaths are actually going up. Strange how the more they vaccinate, the more people are dying. Strange, uh, do these numbers lie? This is coming from the British CDC. And, what, what, and, and you still have Boris Johnson pushing people to get vaccinated. It almost sounds like there's some sort of underlying insidious plan, doesn't it? Strange how that works. How people see this. Look, I mean, that is basically what? Six times the amount of deaths? Oh, 400% increase. Strange that they see the exact same numbers and are still telling people to get vaccinated. In the same period in 2021, there was 3,026 COVID deaths, an increase of over 400%. 2,281% 
2,281, 75% of those deaths, of those 3,026, 75% of them are fully vaccinated. And you still have politicians. Sadly, you even have preachers pimping and whoring vaccines. What, what on earth are people thinking? Those are the absolute facts. All right, Ezra Levant tweet. According to British government, the infection rate is in double vaccinated people in their 40s was 100% higher than the unvaccinated. What, so what's Joe Biden talking? What's Boris Johnson talking about? What's Justin Trudeau talking about? These numbers are the exact same thing going on in America. They're just lying to you like they tell you there's 700,000 COVID deaths. There's not 700,000 COVID deaths. We don't have that many excess deaths. We didn't have that many more die in that period of time. We didn't have 700,000 extra deaths. This is bold-faced lying that people just swallow it like some sort of horse pill. I guess I just have to believe it because the CDC and Joe Biden says it. According to the British government, the infection rate in double vaccinated people in their 40s was 100% higher than the unvaccinated. In fact, it's higher for everyone over the age of 30. Those are absolute facts. So why would you ever get vaccinated when your infection rate is 100 times higher? Oh, well, you know what? And this is the thing you'll always hear from the from the vaccine pimps like Scott Gottlieb. Well, it limits hospitalizations. Oh, really? That's that's certainly not what the Joel tweet said. Limits hospitalizations. The deaths comparison from September 2021 to September of 2020 in Great Britain are 400 percent higher. 70 of covid 400% 400% COVID deaths are 400% higher this year in September than they were in September, 2020 of those COVID deaths, 75% of them are double vaccinated people. Sounds like there's some sort of insidious underlying plan here to possibly lower the earth's population. Certainly has worked, hasn't it? Let's look at the numbers, shall we, for just a moment. And yes, I do this every show, but let's make sure that we stay on top of the numbers. The COVID response which was the first world shutting down, locking down, and shutting down its economy, has caused 300 million people, primarily children, and this was back in May, so it's probably 400 million now, but I'll stick with the facts. 300 million people, as of May 2021, have starved to death because the first world shut down and starved to death the third world, primarily children. 300 million. How many people have died of COVID, according to the World Health Organization? 4 million. 300 million people have starved to death as a result of the response to COVID. During that exact same time, these alleged givers and purveyors of life have executed approximately 100 million babies in the womb. Joe Biden, who's trying to save lives with his mask on everywhere he goes and pimping and whoring vaccines. Save lives, Joe? In that same time where three to four million people have died of COVID, 100 million babies were executed in the womb by these purveyors of life. And and again, I say to you conservatives, I say to you Christians, and then you do what these people tell you to do. Now you're seeing 17,000 people dead on the VAERS report from taking the vaccine and you do what these people tell you to do. Or you're against the masking. You're against the lockdowns. You're against your kids being masked. You're against their schools being closed. You're against your business being squished. But then you take their vaccine the very people telling you the things that you telling you to do, the very things you hate, you hate all of those things, but then you take their vaccine. Explain that to me. 
you're a pastor and I, I can't stand, you know, these, I'm a patriot pastor and I can't stand Joe Biden. And he's asking, he wants me to lock down my church again. Oh, where can I take his vaccine? What are you thinking? Do you pray over these things? I go to the Joel tweet. It's Friday, which was just yesterday, which unfortunately means it's VAERS update day. The reports of serious adverse events inevitably continues to grow with 2021 now at 29 times the average, 20, 29 times the average, and they're still putting out this vaccine. The average for the previous 10 years and not over yet. We're not at the end. We're not even close to the end. We have most of October, November, and December to go. And it's still 29 times higher than any other year in history. 29 times higher. Deaths are over 40 times higher at more than 17,000 deaths. Put up the picture so everybody can see it. Put it on the big screen just so we'll look at the top left. Here we go. There's your deaths. have now crossed, as I predicted, last, uh, Thursday night on the podcast, 17,056 deaths. This, so everybody knows, those are pure vaccine deaths right there. Pure vaccine deaths, no comorbidities. These are people that took the vaccine and then died. 17,000 people. 17,000 people have died of the vaccine. All right, Alice Unmask uh, tweet. I, I just wanted to throw this in here. Why am I putting, why am I talking about the flu? Because you cannot vaccinate. You cannot vaccinate against an ever mutating, mutational shifting virus. You can't. Look at these stats for flu shot effectiveness. Put it on the big screen for me, guys. There you go. There's their effectiveness. Let's look at 2019 and 20, 20, uh, 2019 and 20. Flu shot effectiveness. 18, 30%, 17, uh, 38%. That's how effective. The best numbers you've seen, I'm looking at it right now, the best numbers you've seen over the last five years were 40% effectiveness. That's the best the flu shot has ever done. And then you take a vaccine that it took them about 10 months to develop. I don't care that Donald Trump pimped it. I don't care that Donald Trump's still pimping it. He's flat out wrong. Will I vote for Donald Trump? It depends if DeSantis is in the race or not. But if DeSantis isn't in the race, I'm voting for Donald Trump. He's wrong on the vaccines. He was wrong in his COVID response. He'd still be president right now if he would have handled COVID-19 like the nation of Sweden did. Let's go to the next thing. Uh, Face the Nation video. Play it for me. And this is a third of the size of the dose given to adults, correct? That's right. And for younger kids, kids ages um, six months to four years, which is still in development, it's going to be even a smaller dose, one-tenth the dose that's used in adults. So parents of young kids like me will still have to wait. Um, That's an update on the timeline there that you just gave us. Um, Is it going to be more difficult to get approval for the smaller, the smallest of children, for the, the infants? I mean, are we looking really far down the line? That guy right there, perfect. that's a perfect view. I want everybody to know who that is. That right there is Dr. Scott Gottlieb. And you may not like my language. He is a vaccine pimp. He's a vaccine whore. That's what he is. He's, he's treated as if he's some sort of impartial source. He is not. He is not a neutral source. How do I know that? Will put up his pictures of his credentials. There's his credentials. That is from Twitter. On sale now. 
uncontrollable spread. I'm sure Scott Gottlieb is uniquely qualified to write a book. How is he uniquely qualified? Well, look at the boards that he's on. Oh, look at the board he's on. Oh, Pfizer, the number one vaccine on the planet. That's who Scott Gottlieb is. They are all in this together. They're all pimping and whoring vaccines to line their pockets full of billions of dollars. And the sad thing was, is you had that anchor on there who's talking about her child. And I believe she said her child was under the age of 10 and she cannot wait for her child to get the vaccination. What is she thinking? What 17,000 people, would you inject your child with a drug that's killed 17,000 Americans? And by the way, let me just reiterate that. That's the VAERS death count, which the Harvard study says is only receiving about 1% of data. And this lady cannot, oh, I can't wait for Pfizer to come out. I'm speaking to a doctor as if he's some sort of credentialed, impartial source who's on the board of Pfizer. That's who she's talking to, who's, who's pimping the vaccine to her. And she's, I cannot wait to inject my kid with this. I cannot wait. And this drug is at least, at minimum, has killed 17,000 Americans. 17,000 people have died of it so far. And we know that it's at least three to four times that many. Somebody called when when the FDA was deciding not to okay, to not approve the Pfizer drug, the Pfizer vaccine. A doctor called in and estimated the death count. This was on the FDA recording of their meeting where they did not approve the Pfizer vaccine. A doctor called in and estimated the death count to be at 150,000. The Thomas Rents federal lawsuit with a CDC whistleblower is alleging at least another 45,000. So it's 45, which would be 55, 62,000 deaths at least. And this lady wants to inject her child with this vaccine. Incredible to me how galactically blind and compliant people are. And I go back to the Jordan Peterson video. This woman, I guarantee you, guarantee you, thinks that she'd be the one that would take Anne Frank in against the Nazis. No, she wouldn't. She'd be the first one to sew patches onto Jewish garments. She'd line up. She'd line up. How can I do it? And by the way, By the way, this is going to hurt. So would most Christians. 99.9% of of Christians closed their churches. 99% of Christians locked down at Anthony Fauci's command. I don't care whether you did it for a day. I don't care whether you did it for a month. Admit that you locked. If you've already repented of it, we're good. I want you all back. I want you all back. I'm just saying you need to be honest with yourself. You wouldn't stand. You need to repent and get the power of the Holy Spirit on the inside of you. Listen, we need, let's just pray right now for the church international. Holy Spirit, we pray for the church international, the international body of Christ, that they would be girded up with strength, girded up with courage, and most importantly, girded up with the word of God to stand therefore, having your loins girded about with truth, having on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. We pray Pray this over the church in Jesus' name. And for every Christian that wants this prayer, I pray over you right now if you've taken the vaccine. Have you taken it? Put your hand on whatever screen it is that you're watching this. I pray over you right now. 
And we receive the power of the Holy Spirit leaching that toxin out of your body and repairing every ounce of damage that's been done right now in Jesus' name. That's how you need to stand. It's time to stand on the word of God. So why would this lady ever want her child in, in, injected with the clot jab? Look at these stats out of Stanford. I've put this up five or six times on the podcast now. Look at the stats. Put it on the big screen for me, guys. There you go. Look at the top. We'll just look at the top. You want to inject a child? Their post-infection, I repeat, post-infection survival rate is 99.997% which by the you can bring it back to me, which by the way is seven to 20 times better than the flu. And I haven't seen any of these parents lining up to inject their kids with the flu vaccine, which at best is 40% effective. What, I mean, where, where were you all, you, all you lifesavers out there? Why were you not trying to inject your kids with the flu vaccine when the flu is seven to 20 times more deadly than COVID-19? It means that you've been deceived. In order for you to reject the vaccine for a virus that's seven to 20 times more deadly than the one that you're lining up to inject your kid with, with means you are deceived or yourself or, or you yourself are a bold faced liar. Face the truth. Cause that is the truth. OC register opinion tweet. Have a Newsom playing games with vaccines. Newsom play, uh, just on the bottom, just as Governor Gavin Newsom calls for vaccine mandates in California public schools, he actively resisted vaccine mandates for prisoners. Why? Well, let's look. It should surprise no one. Here's the article from the Register Opinion. It should surprise no one to learn that the union representing prison guards gave Gavin Newsom $1.75 million to fight the recall and has made opposition to a vaccine mandate a top priority. Meanwhile, the California Teachers Association, arguably the most powerful special interest group, keep in mind, also a massive donator to Gavin Newsom, also are exempt from the vaccine mandate. So the kids who have the least amount of chance of getting sick of COVID, least amount of chance of dying of COVID, least amount of chance of spreading COVID are the ones mandated to take the vaccines because the kids can't give Gavin Newsom millions of dollars. I mean, look at his cheesy face. Put that original tweet back up. Look at that face right there. Look at that thing. I mean, come on, look at that. The only people that are required to take the vaccine are the poor, unwashed, deplorables, the children the helpless children, because they can't donate millions of dollars to Gavin Newsom. Like the prison guards, oh, no problem, you're exempt. Like the teachers, of teachers, by the way, gave them $1.8 million. They're exempt. But all the kids who can't donate to Gavin Newsom, who, by the way, has violated his own COVID rules, his own kids have been in school the entire time while your kids weren't allowed to be in school. Everybody who doesn't, doesn't donate to Gavin Newsom just like at the Emmys when all the help has to wear the mask, but none of the celebrities need to wear the mask. The only people that have to have to get vaccinated are the, are the ones who don't, don't donate millions of dollars to Gavin Newsom. So why would he even want kids vaccinated? Put up those stats for me. There you go. One to, here's the annual deaths among children. Okay, let's look at it now. One to four years old, drowning, 2.8 per 100,000. Vehicle accidents, 2.3 per 100,000, homicide, 2.2, 2.0 cancer, 1.0 cardiovascular disease, flu pneumonia, look at flu, look at, oh, what is that? Oh, that's four times higher than COVID, suffocation, 0.7, and you're going to vaccinate 
a child, back to me, who has a point two out of 100,000 chance of dying of COVID. And then you take their vaccine. Do you see what I'm saying? These people put out this, they, they put out these mandates that make absolutely no sense. And then the evangelical world lines up to do what people like Gavin Newsom tell them to do. I know I'm preaching to the choir right now. I had somebody recently sent me, I, I've done everything you've said. Stop yelling at me. I'm not yelling at you then. If you never locked down, dummy, I'm not yelling at you. I'm yelling at people who need to change. If you if, listen, it doesn't matter whether I yell or not. Truth is truth. You need to respond to the truth. Now let's go to the next one. White House comments. John Deere. John Deere strike. Play it for me. You've got about ten thousand John Deere workers on strike, and a number of other strikes going on. How concerned are you about the impact this might have on the economy or the supply chain? And do you have any plans to intervene? Uh, well, um, we of course. Um, are not going to speak to any individual um, ongoing uh, potential individual labor actions, as, as you know, as a standard. Uh, but I will note um, that the president and the vice president often say um, and oh that this is the most pro-union administration count, in history. Let's, let's count the uh, and they shall will we? continue to uh, govern uh, and lead uh, with that Bim, in mind. Uh, and Bing. they both feel that strongly supporting unions, the ability of workers to organize if they so choose, uh, collective bargaining, uh, and the right to strike, uh, which is uh, one part of collective bar bargaining, are uh, fundamental uh, rights. It's also the right, back to me. So there you go. Now, if you have a John Deere strike going on, I wonder what they're striking about. Could it be uh, vaccine mandates? Here we have we have an economy right now that is on the brink. We have empty shelves for the first time in my lifetime. I'm 53 years old. In my lifetime, never have seen empty shelves. The only time I've ever seen empty shelves is if you're here in Florida and it's hurricane season. Otherwise, there has never been empty shelves in the history of my lifetime since 19, from 1968 to 2021. Look at what these people are doing. So you have an economy with 10 to 12 million job openings and a 5.5 unemployment rate, which is unheard of. And by the way, if you believe that our unemployment rate is 5.5%, I have Swampland to say, because what they're not taking into account are people who have removed themselves out of the employment process. So you can't have 10 to 12 million job openings and a 5.5% unemployment rate. It doesn't work that way. Plus, it's unheard of. Every single other recession that's ever happened is there's a shortage of jobs. Not millions of jobs available and nobody to fill them. When, when has that ever happened? So you have them. So now you have a John Deere strike. Probably, I'm, I'm guessing, in response to the vaccine mandate, right? So here you have jobs that you can't fill, shortages everywhere. Now let's make the shortages worse by implementing a vaccine mandate where you'll have another 20 to 30% of the workforce walk off. Here's another protest right here. Katie da um, Davis Court, you can just go side by side with it. There you go. Now this is both sides of the street packed with Boeing workers. These are Boeing workers refusing the vaccine. A lot of you think you're alone out there. You're not alone. Look at all these people. We are the majority. I know what I know what the vaccine pimps are telling you every day. I know that 70 million Americans have been vaccinated. They're, they're, I mean, I'm telling you that whatever the number is, it's more than that, 170 million Americans have been vaccinated. They're lying. It, it really, you really think there'd be this many people protesting a vax mandate at one single Boeing plant? 
What what are the what exactly are they protesting? They're protest, protesting the fact that Joe Biden is trying to push a vaccine mandate on every country on every company in the country with more than 100 employees. Stand, he has no lawful right to do it. Lauren Boebert tweet. The White House has just announced that fully vaccinated foreigners can enter the United States. Explain the science now. A lot of people, you might even be watching this and you're against everything I'm saying. Then please send me a Facebook message explaining the science behind this where the White House has just announced that fully vaccinated foreigners can enter the United States only if you're fully vaccinated starting in November, November 8th. They forgot to include the 2 million unvaccinated illegals entering this fiscal year. Explain to me the science behind everybody crossing the Canadian border must be fully vaxxed, whether you're going into Canada or the United States must be fully vaxxed, but everybody crossing the southern border in Arizona, Texas, New Mexico, everybody, which is about 200,000 people a month that we're even aware of, which could be five times that many. None of them have to be COVID tested. There was a bill that was just pressed into Congress, which was rejected by the Democratic Party. It was a very simple bill. The bill was put out by Congresswoman uh, Meeks, who is a doctor, and she put in she put in a bill that said, you know what? It's very simple. Everybody crossing the southern border must be COVID tested. Now, you would think with all these COVID tyrants and these people who look at COVID as the the the, the brand new uh, 2021 bubonic plague, right? You'd like, that's a great idea. Every Democrat rejected it. Strange how that worked. Explain to me the science then. And again, I say to you, when you see this galactic fraud, why would you assume that the vaccine is not a galactic fraud? Why would Ted Cruz, and I hate to attack Ted Cruz, and I hate to attack Ben Shapiro. I do. I look at them as allies. They won't look at me as an ally anymore. But here's the thing. Why, Why would you, as Ted Cruz or Ben Shapiro, or even Jordan Peterson that I played earlier, When you see all of this, where you have mandated vaccinations for somebody flying in from Spain, but no vaccination requirement for 2 million people crossing the southern border, and then they're not just crossing the southern border and sitting down there, Joe Biden is loading them up on planes and buses and bringing them to a town near you. Explain to me the science. Explain to me why, when Ben Shapiro sees this, he takes their vaccine. How does that make sense? If you're a Christian conservative, you see all of this. You see the lack of science. You see the lack of logic. You see the lack of sense. And then you take the vaccine from the very purveyors of the nonsense. I will never understand it. I will never get it at all. All right, CNN Politics, TSA, says 40% of employees, I told you, are not the minority. Of employees and listen, you're like, well, that's just 40%, 60% took it. That's because a lot of people are cowards. They didn't want to take it. TSA says 40% of employees are unvaccinated COVID-19 as its deadline looms. Listen, we are looking at mass shortages. We are going to win because this pain is going to hit Democrats right in the rear end and it's going to hit them right in the wallet when there is nobody to conduct the services that they need too. We, we need planes. We need oil. We need doctors and nurses. They need them too. And there is a galactic huge storm of shortages that have, it's not even on the horizon. We're in the midst of the storm. We're on the, we're on the very tip front end of the storm. 
It's coming, and it's coming for them too. All of you vaccine lovers and mask lovers, these shortages are coming for you too. And I'm not just talking about commodity shortages where we're paying three times the amount for gas than we did 10 months ago. I'm t- and, the, and, the, and the store shelves are empty. I'm talking about people shortages. You're going you're gonna to pull into a gas station. Nobody will be there. We've had restaurants right here in my area, Charlotte, in Sarasota County, Florida. Shut down. because Why? Because there's a lack of business? Absolutely not. They shut down my favorite K- Kentucky Fried Chicken. It was filled with people all the time. Shut it down. Why? There's nobody to work it. It's coming for them too, folks. They need us. We don't need them. We don't need global elitists. They need us. Here's the Chicago Police Union boss. Play it for me. Well, nobody's blinking yet in the standoff between the Chicago Police Union and the mayor over the city's vaccine mandate. Fraternal Order of Police members are holding a meeting to discuss the situation tonight, with the union predicting half of the police department will not comply. Today, Mayor Lori Lightfoot said she is holding firm on the requirement that all city employees, including Chicago police officers, be fully vaccinated by Friday. But here at the Fraternal Order of Police headquarters, the president is urging the rank and file officers not to comply with this mandate, saying as many as half of the officers may choose not to do that, which could put the city's safety in jeopardy. It's safe to say the city of Chicago will have a police force at 50% or less for this weekend coming up. That is not because of the FOP. That is 100% because of the mayor's unwillingness to budge from her hard line. Fraternal order of police president. So there you go. Now if they're looking at 40 to 50%. That gets implemented, I believe, tomorrow or at midnight tonight. And Lori Lightfoot is not, has not at all backed off of it. Hey, Aaron, you got that video of that Uber driver? Are you able to load that real quick? Any chance? I want to show you this. Here's an Uber driver. I want to leave the volume up. Just take me off the screen. This is what's happening in Chicago this week. Play for me. So that's what's going on in Chicago. And how do the Democrats respond? See, birds of a feather flock together. You have shortages everywhere. And then Joe Biden lumps on a vaccine mandate and then makes the shortages five times worse. So here you have crime out of control in Chicago. That's just an Uber driver standing, sitting in the street, probably waiting to pick up a ride. Gunfire everywhere. What's Lori Lightfoot's response? The same as Joe Biden's. Cut your police force in half. They're going to lose half their police force over these vaccine mandates. And by the way, if you lose your job, you're only going to lose it temporarily because you cannot make laws coming out of the Labor Department and OSHA. Joe Biden hasn't even has not even put out an executive order. This is all coming through the Bureau of Labor, through OSHA, who's putting out the, the alleged law that you can't have a law. Thomas Massey put this out today. You cannot have a law that didn't get passed through Congress. It's not a law. It's unconstitutional. They do not have the right to mandate to private citizens and private companies vaccination mandates and requirements. They cannot do it. You need to stand. If you lose your job, it's a great opportunity. You'll sue them and become a millionaire. Let's look at the WEF real quick. I want you to know what is behind all of this. Play the first video for me. Four billion years, nothing fundamental changed in the basic rules of the game of life. All of life, for four billion years, dinosaurs, amoebas, 
tomatoes, humans, all of life was subject to the laws of natural selection and to the laws of organic biochemistry. But this is now about to change. Science is replacing evolution by natural selection with evolution by intelligent design. Not the intelligent design of some god above the clouds, but our intelligent design. And the, in the WEF, the World Economic Forum, that's the World Economic Forum 2018, mocking the Almighty God. Be not deceived. God is not mocked for whatsoever. Baldy right there, whatever he sows, watch out. Be not deceived. God is not mocked for whatsoever man sows. That shall he also reap. The WEF, I'm telling you right now, the World Economic Forum, the Great Reset is behind the response to COVID. It is about marking you, controlling you, and distancing you. If you closed your church, your mask, your quarantine, you have caved to these globalists. This is the book of Revelation unfolding right before your very eyes. Play the next video for me. Now I'll just cut the video short for just a minute. Here's the deal. It's all about greasing the skids because the next lockdowns, the next way to control you, distance you and mark you is to get you vaccinated. And then you're like, well, yeah, but what does that have to do? Cause the next lockdown will be climate change. Well, here's the deal. Once you're vaccinated and then you have to have proof of vaccination, then everything else gets put into that QR code. All of your banking information, all of your travel information, every purchase that you make goes on there. So it's, you're like, well, it's an innocent vaccination. No, it's not. The vaccination is the key. It is the, it is, it is the way to get you controlled. You're like, Tom, this is all conspiracy theory. Really? Is it really conspiracy theory when you can't buy, sell, trade, or travel without your QR code on your phone already for the entirety of the European Union? Australia, Canada, New York City, and Israel. Really? That, that, uh, this is all conspiracy theory? Really? See, what's going to happen is, is they use, they're just using the vaccine. They don't care about your health. They use the vaccine, so you have to have proof of the vaccination. Eventually, it will be used to track everything you have and control your bank account. Play the next video for me. Well, don't say you weren't warned. 
MasterCard and the United Nations are joining forces to monitor the carbon effect of your credit card purchases. And then you'll hit your carbon max and it'll stop working. Hey, of course it's voluntary for now. The new credit card is called Doconomy. And on the back of the card, it's going to say, I am taking responsibility for every transaction I make to help protect the planet. This is a social credit score, and it's a proof of concept. The Doconomy CO2 credit card website claims it is the largest initiative ever taken by a bank in educating its users on the impact of consumption. They say themselves they want to set a global standard for carbon calculations. That's the key. Once they have their numbers in place, then they can give every single purchase you make a score and punish you directly. This is what China does. And of course, this will only be enforced on you and me and any businesses that don't go along with their scheme. And banks are going to enforce it. So vaccines are simply the skids to be greased for uniform control, universal control of you in the name of climate change. They don't care about climate change either. That's just another way to control you. What they care about is money. For the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some coveted after, they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. This is what it's about, is creating a permanent have and have not class. Don't believe me? Now here's the World Economic Forum, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, event 201 that was put on two months before the COVID outbreak. And this woman here is Avril Haines, who is the current DNI, the current director of national intelligence for the Biden administration at Event 201. Play it for me for Thank a few seconds. Thank you, seconds. Vice Chairman. So it is absolutely accurate. The intelligence community does not know exactly where, when, or how COVID-19 virus was transmitted initially. And basically, components have coalesced around two alternative theories. Um, I just wanted you to see her. I wanted you to know there it is, official. She is the DNI, the Director of National Intelligence for the Biden administration. Where was she in October of 2019, two months before the outbreak? Play it for me. But generally, I mean, I would say the disinformation, the line between disinformation and misinformation. So there you go. I just, I would play more of the videos for you, but we don't have time. Here's the thing. I wanted you to see it right there that the current director of national intelligence was at event 201 put on by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation right prior to and wargaming COVID-19 responses. That's, that's, that I wanted you to see. It has been in the works for a very long time. Now, here's the thing. You don't hear ominous music. It is not over. We can win. We will win. We are turning it around right now, right at this very moment. What was the major airlines today that stood up? What was, who was it? I can't remember. See if you can find that for me real quick. Another major, another Southwest has now stood against it. And I can't remember. I can't believe I can't remember the name of the airline that stood up today. Another major airline stood up today and said they will not be enforcing vaccine mandates. Other people are standing. This is not the time to hang your head. This is the time for targeted prayer targeted prayer and we will turn this thing around and we will win and we will keep our generation in jesus mighty name amen if you enjoyed watching the tom likely podcast 
please consider investing in the program. Go to TomLively.com and donate any amount to the podcast, and we will send you this TLP cup. We look forward to you tuning in next week, and thank you for giving.